Welcome to the Bravo Papers, a safe space for all us Bravo fans who love to analyze, deconstruct, and talk about our favorite Bravo shows ad nauseum. There's no such thing as overanalyzing or reading too much into your favorite Bravo shows and Bravo liberties here. So join me, Bravo and Botox, as I find the depth amongst the shallow. Welcome, everyone, to the Bravo Papers breaking news. I'm so excited to launch this new venture. As you know, the Bravo Papers podcast is a podcast I release twice a month. As you probably know, if you don't, I'm here to tell you. I release a Bravo paper twice a month where I do an in-depth deep dive analysis into one Bravo topic. But I've decided that I also want to do the Bravo Papers breaking news every week. So this will be your podcast for your Monday morning to get the week started. The breaking news podcast will be me going over all the biggest, most worthwhile Bravo stories that you need to know about from the week before. So what I'll do is in these episodes, and these will be shorter episodes. So my Bravo papers are longer episodes. They're like two hours, three hours, because they are like a thesis paper where we got to go through all the evidence and deconstruct. But these episodes are going to be a shorter sort of bite-sized episode in about, you know, 30 minutes to an hour at the absolute max. I will review all the breaking Bravo news from the last week so that you are up to date and you know everything worth knowing from the Bravo world. Let's be honest, I watch all the shows. (laughs) So I will update you on what I think is the news that's worth knowing. And that will include blinds, rumors, things that people are talking about online, Things that Bravo celebrities say in their stories, things they post on Twitter, and of course the confirmed news most importantly. I will give my opinion here and there, um, especially when it comes to unconfirmed news to just kind of let you know what makes the most sense, what I think doesn't make sense, and you know, you can kind of form your own opinion from there. So these are going to be great episodes for you to share I know it can be hard to share this podcast with others because when people see the length of the episodes, they're like, oh my God, it's so long. But these are going to be, like I said, the shorter episodes. So these episodes are great kind of mini episodes, quote unquote, mini episodes that you can really share with people. They can listen, see if they like what I do, see if they're into my type of analysis and all that kind of stuff. And then if they do, hopefully they'll check out the longer episodes too. I'm really trying to grow the podcast, and I think this will be kind of a fun, more relaxing thing to do every week because the deep dives are a lot of work and a lot of background. And these, you know, I kind of, I follow Bravo News every week, and I kind of know everything going on, so might as well just share it with you, and it's fun. You will know it all. There will be no one talking about Bravo News and gossip that you don't know about. You will be fully informed. And it's a great way to start your Monday, right? Get your mind off all the stressful things that you have coming in the week and think about other people's problems. That's what I do. (laughs) 
All right, so hopefully you have your coffee or tea, whether you're on your way to work and you're commuting or you're working from home or dealing with the kids or whatever you're doing. I hope that I can distract you from that for a little bit and kind of help you sink into the Bravo world. So let me give you a little overview of what I'll be covering in today's episode. I'm going to be talking about Kim Zolciak's divorce, Vanderpump Rules, rumors and updates, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, wrapping up filming, Lisa Rinna, she's always got something to say, Erica Jane and her Vegas residency, and then last, Real Housewives of New Jersey, some updates on the Melissa and Teresa ongoing battle and what is going on with next season who's fired who's hired on New Jersey and some updates on who called the feds on Teresa and Joe okay so let's get into it we're gonna start with Kim Zolciak so obviously her and Croy have gotten a divorce most people have heard about that at this point but in a twist this week, not that shocking of a twist, Kim Zolciak posted her Instagram story and she said, I'm going to read it. This is what she posted. Manipulation is when they blame you for your reaction to their toxic behavior, but never discussed their disrespect that triggered you. So I think that Kim is posting this in response to all the things that Croy has been been putting out in the media because he has been going to town putting out things about her not being a great mother, about her draining all their bank accounts, her gambling addiction. So, you know, this is her way of kind of clapping back at him. Now, there's also been news that she is, quote unquote, begging Bravo for her job back. So we're getting kind of these news stories about her financial situation. One is that. And I mean... I don't think that story is confirmed. However, I believe it because she is desperate for money at this point, right? The the writing's on the wall. You know, the house was in foreclosure. She's divorced, so she doesn't have Croy's money. And I think she spent it all, to be honest. It's clear that she has an issue with this. And so Croy responded to this too, this news story. And he posted on his story... It's a, I don't know how to describe it, but it's kind of like a cartoon camera that they would use for filming Bravo shows with a, with a sort of spotlight. And then it's got this cartoon blonde girl like standing in the spotlight and he wrote on it, don't be so obvious with a crying laughing face emoji. (laughs) Okay, so he's, he's got a lot to say, right? And by the way, any pictures, Instagram posts, etc. that I make reference to on these episodes, I will post onto Instagram. I'm probably going to make an Instagram just for my podcast where I have all this information. More on that later because I haven't made it yet and I don't want to say the handle and stuff until I'm sure it's available. But I will update you on my regular Instagram at Bravo and Botox. Okay, so we've got... Croy kind of clapping back, the two of them going back and forth. And we also have news about Kim selling her wigs. So besides begging Bravo for her job back, we are hearing that she is selling her wigs. Some of them, you know, are worth 
thousands of dollars, the collection, um, you know, being appraised at possibly millions. And it kind of seems like, again, a desperate move from Kim. Croy is also requesting a psych evaluation for Kim, saying that she has psychological problems. I mean, I could have told you that 10 years ago, but anyways. And (laughs) um, Kim, though, has also accused Croy of using drugs. So she says that he smoked weed. Um, I'm not sure she said it was around the kids, but she made a reference to it being bad for the kids. A lot of people are like, "Mm, about that one, because a lot of people don't think that weed is a big deal. And, you know, it depends on the context and all that. But it is illegal in Atlanta. So I don't think it's that, you know, Kim really cares that much about weed or has this big stance on it. But she's just going to use anything that she can. Okay, she's throwing anything at the wall. Croy's throwing anything he has at the wall. And that's how it's going to go. So we will see how things continue to play out. I mean, I know a lot of people don't want Kim back on Real Housewives of Atlanta, especially with her, the way that she reacted to the rest of the cast and saying that she was being targeted because she's white and all this stuff, right? People just really don't want her back because of that, which I totally get. However, a lot of other people want to see the divorce play out. The other thing is that Sheree is actually still friends with her, so I don't know. It could happen. I don't know, but there's a possibility. All right, so let's move along to Vanderpump Rules. Have you heard enough about Vanderpump Rules yet? <laughs> so here are some of the things that are floating around on um, on Instagram, on social media. There was a blind item or DM sent to a Instagram account, shout out to at facereality16, saying that somebody was at Schwartz and Sandy's in April and they heard from the employees that some of the employees there will actually be filming for Vanderpump Rules. Hmm. I mean, I don't believe this one. Okay, there is no confirmation of this. And why would they all of a sudden be filming employees from Schwartz and Sandy's when the Vanderpump Rules audience want does not want that? Right? They're getting amazing through the roof ratings right now, right? I don't know why they would do something that the audience would be turned off of, wouldn't want to see. Now, it could be something small, like maybe some people at the restaurant new things about the affair or maybe it's just going to be a little bit of like a little kind of side story of how their business has been hurt by the affair and by the scandal. That I could see. I don't see it as okay they're going to be bringing in the employees and they're going to have their own spin-off and they're going to have their own show and storyline like they did when they brought in like Dana and Max and all those people season nine or whatever it was. No, I don't think it's going to be that or season eight. Sorry. I don't think it's going to be that, but maybe it's just kind of getting a little bit of Schwartz and Sandy's viewpoint because I mean, let's be honest, who's going to want to film with Schwartz and Sandoval? It's going to be rough. Like a lot of people aren't going to want to film with them. So maybe they're trying to fill in the gaps. I don't know. All right. So that's one thing. The other thing is that on Kristen Doty's podcast, okay, so we've all heard about 
people assuming and saying that um, Sandoval and Raquel have broken up. But then Ariana said on Watch What Happens Live that she's still getting letters to the house from Raquel. Hmm. The other thing is that Kristen Doty on one of her recent podcast episodes said that from a mutual friend, actually, this was even, I think the, the her co-host saw the postcard. I don't know if she was, I, I don't know what the situation was. But anyways, the point is that she, one of them saw it. A postcard was sent to Sandoval from Raquel, a postcard. So this is like, you can read it. Because it's open, it's not in an envelope, right? And apparently the postcard was a, like one of those scenes from the place that she's at. They didn't say where she's at, um, you know, to respect privacy. But the place where she's at and there was lightning bolts on it, which they were like, oh my God. So I don't know. It doesn't sound to me like they're actually broken up. Or maybe they're still having some type of relationship. But I was believing they were broken up because he was he was pictured with the, that other girl, that blonde girl. So let's go to that. Okay. Um, Tom was seen with an influencer from Texas. And they were pictured kind of having a dinner together. Now, Tom and the girl say that they are not dating. They're just friends, quote unquote. And this girl actually took to, <laughs> I, I think it's Instagram, to give us all a message. So this is what she said. She posted like a picture and she said, anxiety tip. If you hang out with a famous person, be prepared that someone will likely take your picture, sell it to the tabloids, Put your face on blast, tell everyone you're dating, and give you the worst anxiety you've ever experienced. Thank you to my closest friends for being there and checking on me right now. P.S. I'm not dating Tom. P.S.S. Find better hobbies. Okay. First of all, isn't it P.P.S.? I don't know. I'll have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure it is. Second of all, she, I can see why her and Tom are friends. She's just like him. She attended the Sandoval School of Gaslighting. PSS, find better hobbies. Like, who are you? Does she not know that Scandoval has been like the front page entertainment news, like CNN covering it, New York Times, Ariana's been on all these shows? Like, are you living under a rock? Which clearly she's not if she's an influencer and she's heavy on social media. She clearly knows about this. So her she's doing just what Tom does. Gaslighting. We're all losers for caring about Scandoval, right? You know, find something else to do, whatever. Like, ugh, come on. Come on, girl. Anyways. So the other the other clue just to kind of jump back to Raquel possibly still being with Sandoval despite this rumor of him with the Texas girl is that on the Jamie All Over podcast and Jamie's like a mutual friend of the group. Jamie says that she has a mutual friend who was at his house, him and Ariana's house, and that while the mutual friend was there, he actually got a call from Raquel. So are they broken up? That is yet to be seen. I'm starting, God, I go back and forth, honestly, daily, but I'm leaning now back towards they're not broken up, but maybe just 
want people to think they are because of all the hate that they're getting. I don't know. The other rumor that has been big, but I think has pretty much been debunked, so hopefully people are not still believing it, was Raquel being pregnant. She is not pregnant. Okay, she was vaping left, right, and center at the reunion, and that was allegedly when she told Andy. I don't know how this rumor got started. There is no facts or basis to it. There's just, you know, oh, well, this person who knows this person who knew that person who knew that person told me, right? Like, there really isn't any reason to think that this is true. Okay, I have received no evidence. And trust me, I have seen every single TikTok, real Instagram story, DM, Dumois blind. Like, I've seen it all. It's not true. Okay. There was also confirmation um, to an Instagram account uh, at uh, the Bravo Babe. And I believe that she got confirmation from someone in Raquel's family that no, she's not pregnant. So there you go. Okay, the other thing that has been talked about is the other people that Tom has slept with or cheated on Ariana with. So we've all heard about Billy Lee, which Sheena on Sheena's latest podcast or maybe not the latest one, but the, the second latest one, if that makes sense. She confirms that she believes he slept with Billy Lee and he all she also believes that another girl who he had an affair with is the former lead singer in his band who was in the band and then suddenly wasn't. So that's another one. And Sheena seems pretty confident about this, that he hooked up with her. And I don't know if that's why she's no longer in the band. I have no idea. But um, yeah, that's Sheena confirms. Okay. The... All right, what else do we have with Vanderpump Rules? Um, Okay, so what is the big secret? What is the big reveal at the end of the reunion part three? I don't know. No one knows except the producers, Andy, the people directly involved in the show maybe. But everyone just loves to guess and speculate. So I'll tell you what I think just because people seem to enjoy the guessing game. I think people just have fun with it. I know like other people are getting annoyed. Like, why do we have to guess? Let's just wait. But people are just so into this story. There's, you know, there's not enough content out there to feed people's hunger for Scandaval. And I think that's why people like to guess. I don't, is it hurting anyone to guess? I don't really think so. Maybe it's hurting Lisa Vanderpump, which, which we'll talk about. But a lot of people are guessing, you know, some people still think it's the pregnancy. Others think that it's that production knew and didn't tell Ariana, which I do not think that that's it. Because I think production, like everyone else, had strong suspicions, but they didn't have any proof. Right. So that's why they wrapped up filming, which is not an easy thing for them to pick filming back up. In fact, Ariana, um, Ariana said on the Call Her Daddy podcast that she that they had to use Real Housewives of Beverly Hills filming crew. Because once it's wrapped, they're wrapped, right? So that's another one that people are guessing. The other one that people are guessing is that Lisa Vanderpump knew the whole time. And, you know, people are thinking that Ariana and others aren't going to want to associate with her if she knew about it and didn't tell Ariana or anyone. 
Lisa has gone to Twitter to respond to this. She's also kind of responding to some of the hate that she's gotten since part one of the reunion. Because if you didn't know or you didn't watch part one of the reunion, which I'm sure you did, <laughs> um, you know, she was pretty defensive of Sandoval and people didn't like it. Right. So first, I'll read you what Lisa Vanderpump said on Twitter. All right, let me just find the first tweet so I can go in order, but it's a little messed up. So first of all, Lisa Vanderpump posted, okay, no, I didn't know until a minute before you all did. I wish I would have, though. Somebody responded, they quote tweeted her, and they said, sorry, I don't believe this for one second. It's so clear she's on Team Sandoval because she has investments in him. She knew. Lisa responds and says, excuse me, don't you call me a liar. I am as upset as everyone else. And then somebody said, well, you did defend him a lot during the reunion. Can I ask why? Lisa says, no, I didn't defend him. How could I? I just didn't want to pile on. It scares me when everyone is against one. But yes, I was very disappointed. I found out last. Okay, so. I mean, Lisa, to me, is doing a little bit of gaslighting here, like trying to tell us that she didn't defend him. But she did. So I don't know why she's saying she didn't. We watched it. We watched the uncut version, too, Lisa, like you did. Sorry. And I'm sorry, but she deserves a lot of the hate that she's getting right now because she played this so terribly wrong. And it was so this is such an easy one to play. Just let Ariana, Lala, James, just let them go in on him and let him get what he has coming to him. And, you know, we don't need you kind of sliding in every two minutes to make him feel like he's justified in things, which you could tell that was how he was feeling. Right. He even said, like, oh, she's being reasonable in reference to Lisa. So now you're letting him say that Ariana and others are not reasonable. So she's giving him some power. Lisa also tweeted, I know the revelation, as in the revelation from the third part of the reunion. And she says, but it ain't that. Okay. So Lisa basically confirms that the revelation is not that she knew. So we can kind of check that off the list too. This is what I kind of hope the revelation is. And I have no evidence, by the way. This is just me guessing. If you listen to my first podcast episode, episode one, who is Raquel Levis, I said in it that I really think the affair started season nine. Now, I don't know if this is the revelation that comes out, but it could be. My guess is that maybe it came out, maybe it started in season nine, sorry, and she was supposed to break up with James and Tom was supposed to break up with Ariana, but he chickened out and kept putting it off. That is one thing. The reason I think that is because there are so many clues in season nine. If you want to know what they all are, listen to episode one of my podcast. But the other thing is that that is exactly what happened with Kristen, as we learned on the first episode of the reunion, part one of the reunion, right? He, it's so weird that, you know, Kristen cheated on him with Jax like he had every reason to break up with her and he was clearly so into Ariana and he still was too chicken to do it right he still stayed with her 
And now we learn from Ariana that he had all these excuses like, oh, her her grandfather died. Uh, you know, we have tickets to a show, right? Blah, blah, blah. Even though he was supposedly so in love with Ariana and falling for her. So it's weird. Why didn't he just break up with Kristen? This man clearly has a fear of breaking up with women. Like he's too much of a wuss to do it. <laughs> right? It's almost like he wants to just push them away, like just treat them poorly until they break up with him, which we know a lot of guys do that until they break up with him. Sorry. So yeah, that's a possibility. I find it hard to believe, though, the only the hole in that possibility, and I don't want to ignore the hole because it's my prediction. The hole is that why I don't know why Rachel would admit that, because then she's even in more trouble. Right. Because now she's betrayed James. And now Tom looks even worse because he's also betrayed James as a friend. So I don't know. What do I really, really think deep in my gut? It's going to be something that's not that big of a deal. I, I'm sorry. I hate saying that because I just feel like it's not really going to live up to the hype. I also feel like them putting off filming and not signing contracts. I think that's just more about giving everyone a moment to settle so that they can actually film a season where people are calm because they're all so fired up still. I don't know if it really has anything to do with the revelation at the finale. And I know Alex Baskin said that he's... Uh, a producer but I don't know if that's you know he could just be saying that and maybe it's getting taken out of context all right we will see in two weeks okay so what else do we have for Vanderpump rules okay the last thing I wanted to talk about and this is my favorite piece of Vanderpump rules news is Sandoval versus Glamour magazine this was so funny to me so (laughs) A journalist from Glamour Magazine wrote an article, and the article was entitled, Tom Sandoval has ruined white nail polish for everyone. And Tom Sandoval has lost it. Like, he is just livid about this article. So he took a screenshot of the article, posted it on his Instagram story, And then he wrote, this is what he wrote. He wrote, so sorry, nothing I ever wear seems to ever look good on trolls. Then with like a shrugging emoji. So that was one thing he wrote. By the way, he spelt seems wrong. He put where seems to ever look good and it's S-E-A-M-S. Okay, Tom. Anyways, then he also took a screenshot of the journalist from Glamour magazine. Her name is Stephanie McNeil. So he took a screenshot of her Instagram. He tagged her in it and wrote at Steph McNeil. With writing such a disgusting, trashy, hateful, and biased article, how you how can you dare call yourself a journalist? Reign of terror? I'm a human being and you don't know me. Because I guess she wrote reign of terror in her article. Then he at put at Glamour Mag. When did you start putting out articles with such vicious, personal, blind hatred towards someone on your platform? Is this the kind of trashy, bullying rhetoric you want to represent? I'm just shocked. I thought your company was better than this. Okay, so he is pissed. Then another Instagram story where he googled 
the definition of journalist. He highlighted a part of it. And then again, at Steph McNeil, so that's the the journalist who wrote the article, you should print this out, maybe carry it in your wallet. And then he tagged Glamour Mag as well. So, wow. He is having a full-on hissy fit, like toddler temper tantrum to (laughs) the fifth degree here. It's crazy to me. There have been so many articles written about this guy, like ev- like People Magazine, Us Weekly, The Daily Beast, like literally every news outlet that you can think of, not to mention all the podcasts. Like it is just CNN, New York Times, right? And it's funny that he targets like the female, the most kind of female magazine with a woman writer. Like, give me a break. And, you know, the article's supposed to be kind of a fun joke about how he ruined white nail polish, which, by the way, everyone has been saying that. It's been said on Twitter like 9,000 times. Do you know how many times I've seen tweets about it and joke references to it? I don't know why he's losing it over that. I think he just loves his white nail polish so much. And I think he also just thought it was so cool. And the fact that other people don't think it's cool, he can't handle that. Like, just... You know, narcissism times 10, right? Anyways, I thought that was really funny, though, because, you know, seeing him kind of spiral over white nail polish of all things, there are other, there are bigger things going on, Sandoval, okay? Much bigger. All right. Last thing about Vanderpump Rules is that it was said that Sheena and Brock were on a radio show in Australia a couple days or a few days ago. I'm not sure exactly which day, but it was definitely last week, and they said that Rachel most likely won't won't be coming back next season. Sorry, that was a terrible sentence. Rachel most likely won't be back next season because her family won't allow it. They also said the head of production, and again, this is where that original rumor started, that told the cast not to sign any deals until they've watched all three parts of the reunion. Okay. Because of the secret revealed or whatever. All right. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know why the head of production would do that, though. Like, why would he tell why would they tell their own cast who they want to to sign deals? Why would they tell them to wait? It's very confusing. I'm hoping that once we know it'll all make sense. But as of now, it's yeah, it's very confusing. Oh, yeah. The only other thing I could think of was Maybe it comes out that Brock slept with Rachel. I don't know. I mean, my God, I really hope not. Like, that would be terrible. Oh, God, that would be so terrible. Anyways. But I guess, I mean, after Scandaval, it's like nothing can shock me with these people, really. But I would actually, that would shock me. So I shouldn't say that. Okay, let's move along here. All right, let's talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We haven't had our RHOBH fix in a while. I'm looking forward to the new season. I want to see how things go without Rena. So they've wrapped filming, um, and we had Kyle's white party that she does, which I love. It's such a Beverly Hills staple. And this year was a little weird. Like they had it in this in a stadium. I, and people were like, why do you need to have a white party for 60 people in a stadium? 
there must be some reasoning behind it. There must be something in reference to like a charity. I don't know. There's got to be a reason. We're going to see. Okay. Now, Erica performed at it. So she did her Erica Jane thing, which people are still really like, ugh, about, including me. And this kind of reminds me just what is going on with her residency. So clearly she's getting back into performing. You know, she's practicing, apparently has new songs, and she does have this Vegas residency where she is charging up to $467 for a ticket. Now, that is the more expensive ticket. There are cheaper. But the whole residency is really suspect because it's hard to believe that she still has a big enough fan base to maintain a Vegas residency. So here's the tea. Apparently, she was with some guy, some new kind of quote-unquote sugar daddy, and this is all allegedly. And this guy is some part owner in the casino, and that this guy also funded this or kind of set this up for Erica Jane. And that's why she got the residency. Again, this is just word on the street. It's not like a confirmed fact. But I mean, it makes more sense than her just getting it on her own. Like, it's not like she's had her fall from grace and then built herself back up and has had a natural comeback like celebrities do sometimes. She's had her fall from grace and that's it. And then fell lower and lower and lower. We haven't actually seen the rise up, but it's almost like she's trying to play the part as though she's had this comeback. But there isn't, there hasn't actually been like a cultural or audience acceptance of her. People are still feel basically the same about her as they always did. And the people who are supportive of her are the same people who've been supportive of her the whole time. Like, yes, her story is not like the biggest one anymore, right? It's not the biggest scandal anymore. It's, you know, everything cools down eventually. But still, I mean, enough for her to get a Vegas residency? That's tough for me to believe. But we'll see. Maybe she'll give us more information, although it's hard to believe anything she says. So the other story that come out is that uh, about Beverly Hills is that Andy, Andy released his book, um, and I, I believe it was in the book or maybe it was an interview. But either way, Andy basically says, you know, Rinna did quit in like a moment of like huffing and puffing. <laughs> she quit the show after the reunion and then begged to come back. But they were like, no, nope, too late. So that was the story. Now, Rinna says that that's a lie and that she quit because the show was toxic and they're getting too many death threats and it wasn't what it used to be. And fans got too extra Right. And she says, you know, she just couldn't believe she was getting these death threats over a quote unquote stupid little show. Right. So she's got a completely different story than him. I'm leaning towards believing Andy because I, uh, Rena has a history of lying. Like she has lied so many times, confirmed times. Like we know she has lied. So, it just makes sense to me. And I mean, here's the thing. When she was on the show, she was 
you know, I'm the best. Our show is the number one. If you don't like it, go watch Real Housewives of Dubai. Like she made those comments. And now that she's off it, it's, you know, it's little temper tantrum. The fans are too crazy, right? It's everyone else's fault but hers, basically. And if you don't know, you know, obviously nobody should send death threats over any of these shows to anyone. Obviously. Okay. I mean, that should go without saying. But unfortunately, it doesn't in a lot of cases. Either way, do I believe that that's why Rinna quit the show? I don't. I think she quit in a moment of anger or frustration at being the villain. And I think that she, you know, the Andy and other Bravo producers have as much ego maybe as she does. And they were like, fine, you don't want to be on the show, leave. All right. Let's talk about New Jersey. So our last breaking news, Bravo news item, I should say, of the day. We found out a few things. So we've got some previews for the reunion. We had the Teresa Gets Married special, all that kind of stuff. And more stuff has come out. So first, there's we found out Melissa has blocked Gia and Melania on Instagram. This was told to us by Gia and Melania. <laughs> so so I guess she is that aunt. Anyways, <laughs> there's also been a lot of... So that's just a little side note. It's very strange to me that she would have blocked them. I I don't know why she would do that. It just doesn't... Just as a PR play, like even if you wanted to block them because you were mad at them or whatever, I still, if I was her in her position, I still wouldn't just because it looks so bad from a PR standpoint. It really looks bad. Really bad. So I don't know why she would make that decision. Especially for Melissa, who thinks a lot about how she comes off to the public. Right? That's her main thing. That's all she thinks about. So it's weird to me that she did that, but she did. The other thing is we have some reports of firings flying around. People were saying that, you know, Teresa was put on pause. People were saying that... um, you know, the whole show has been put on pause. But Andy said in an interview that it's all not true. The show's not on pause. They always have a break in between. He also said that the reports of firings are bogus. No one, they ha- just haven't even done it yet. They haven't started with contracts yet. Um, you know, he says they like to let the reunion play, see what people feel, see how kind of some responses are, how they feel, where the storylines are going to go with the um, the different women. Which, all that makes sense. He also did say, though, that he does feel like Melissa and Teresa can't film together. Um, so, yeah. We'll see where that goes. We also have Teresa. We have some news kind of leaked from the reunion that Teresa says that Melissa and Joe called the feds on her. Now, this is something that a lot of people, especially people who don't like Teresa, could kind of write off as like her own paranoia, etc. But however, now we have Caroline Manzo in some ways co-signing it. So Caroline Manzo was doing an interview, like some sort of panel, and she actually makes reference to this and says that she knows who called the feds on Teresa, which is pretty shocking. And she says that she, I even think she said, I have to go back and double check, but I'm pretty sure she even said that 
you know, she was there when they called or something like that. So yeah, which is pretty wild. And if Caroline knows who it was, then it's not outside of the realm of possibility to think that it is someone in their group and someone that they all know. So that could be something like, you know, if she if Teresa had brought that up and that clip of Caroline hadn't come out, I think a lot of people would just be like, wow, she's crazy. She's paranoid. But there actually seems to be truth to this. I Again, we don't know if it was Melissa and Joe. This is all alleged. This is just, you know, Teresa's saying that she's heard this from people. And the other thing that the thing that now Caroline didn't say it was Melissa. However, her daughter makes a comment, Caroline's daughter, and says, yeah, yeah, it comes, but that'll come up at the reunion. Okay, so we know that what comes up at the reunion is Melissa saying it was Joe, sorry, is Teresa saying it was Joe and Melissa. So is Caroline's daughter confirming that it was Joe and Melissa? Because that's what it sounds like to me, which is pretty wild. (laughs) I mean, wow. That is crazy. So we will see how that plays out. And I believe that Jacqueline Larita has also co-signed that. Okay. So that's pretty big. I mean, if that is true, I don't see how they could ever film together again. And and by the way, whether she did the crime or not or knew about it or whatever it was, it doesn't matter. Okay, I mean, I get it. If if your brother or sister's a serial killer, yeah, call the police. If they are violently harming people, yeah. But if it's like a tax fraud thing, you are actually going to call the feds on your own sibling. I'm sorry. I don't care how much you hate Teresa. People who hate her, if they try to say that they would call on their sibling, they're lying. They're just lying because they don't like Teresa. Anyways. So that is pretty wild. Um, The other thing is that Jen Fessler, so we have the Teresa Gets Married special and we see in it Margaret leaving early, which a lot of people had an issue with because they're like, why would you even go in the first place? Like if you want to take a stand, just don't go if you're on Melissa's side, etc. But going and then taking off, it just seems kind of tacky. And on top of that, she left and then Jen Fessler had to go with her because that was her ride. I actually felt for Jen Fessler in that sense because, like, I wouldn't want to leave a wedding early if, you know, I was invited and it's being filmed. So everyone's going to see me leave early. It's not like she snuck out the back, right? Um, so Jen Fessler says in a press statement, she says that she regrets leaving early. And Jackie says that she is glad she stayed. So that was interesting, too, that the two of them said that. You know, Marge really, she she played it wrong. Like she was trying, Marge is always trying to, she's not trying to be on the fence in terms of like being on Teresa's side and being on Melissa's side. No, we all know she's on Melissa's side, but she does try to ride the fence when it might benefit her with filming, right? She knows that this is going to be a big episode. This is going to be on camera. She doesn't want to miss out on camera time. She doesn't want to not be in this episode. Like, that is all. All Marge cares about is Marge. Marge is all about Marge. Okay, so that's why she did that. And, I mean, we saw that the Teresa Gets Married wedding special, 
it was the second highest rated episode of the season, um, especially in the coveted demo group, which is the most important thing to the advertisers and to Bravo. So she's going to have to answer that next season if she's on next season, I guess. All right. So that's some of our updated Jersey news. And more news is going to keep trickling in this week. So I will be jotting it down, keeping a track of it. Obviously, I will continually post to my Instagram stories at Bravo and Botox and on Twitter at Bravo and Botox. But I will also be, like I said, gathering it up for next Monday's Bravo Papers breaking news. So stay tuned for next week. Please, please, please share, share, share. If you like the pod, please send it to someone. Even just one person means the world to me. These shorter uh, news episodes are great ones to share because it just gives people a little taste. And then if they like the taste, they can go for the full meal, which is my Bravo paper deep dive episodes. Okay. The other thing I would love is if you are listening and you like it and you're enjoying it, take a screenshot with your phone of you listening to the podcast of the podcast on your phone. Share it to your Instagram story and tag me. I will like it. I will put it in my story. I will thank you. I will give you all the love and thank yous, all the love and thank yous. And please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff right? I do this, you know, I'm not making money off it, but the money, the way that you can pay me is rate, review, subscribe, and share. Okay, tell someone, spread the word. It means the world to me, and all your support so far means the world to me. I've gotten such great feedback. People have been so kind and awesome, and, you know, all of you listeners, all of you followers, you are why I do it because you've got that love. You've got that passion like I do for Bravo. And we have a great time, let's be honest. All right. So I will see you next week. And until then, keep overanalyzing everything Bravo. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend or a hundred friends, whatever you want. You can follow me on Instagram at the Bravo Papers or for my Twitter roundups, follow at Bravo and Botox. If you'd like to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash Bravo and Botox for some much needed caffeine support. And until next time, keep overanalyzing Bravo. Bravo.